Cause they thought I'd never make it See me fall down and they celebrate it Learn how to win with no demonstration How about the cool got a ventilated Cause I can't see shit out on 95 Prolific little bitch I see dollar signs The shit I done seen got me traumatized Tryna clear all the pain in my mama's eyes And my daughter she watching me closely Tryna better myself like I should be Had to chill out with all of that street shit I came a long way but don't push me Rest in peace to my bro it ain't right though 20 bands nothing that's light sauce Hit the booth and I turn all the lights off Gotta get in my zone Gotta turn on my phone. Cause so this is uh, something that recently just um, came in on the news. Ex-NFL um, running back, I believe he's a running back, Zach Stacy, was it? Um, physically abusing his mom, uh, his girlfriend. Jesus Christ. His, his, uh, his girlfriend in front of like their five-month-year-old child. So. And apparently a rat. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a dog. Yeah. The, you got the brightness all the way up? I think you could see it like in the first. I don't know, no, it was like in the second. Over. Yeah. There it was like no, right. See, it was like right here. Yeah. When I first saw it, you could see the baby like. <clears throat> yeah, the angle's kind of it's kind of clipped because yeah. you could see the whole thing. You could the see that she's like to literally it. right next to her. Yeah. So like when it happened, there was just like. The baby's just sitting there and it's like diapers. It's like a little infant. It's and it's crazy how babies still sense something because Bro. that baby's five months old. How does it know it's you danger? can't talk? He, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He or she doesn't know what a fight is at five months old. You know what I mean? It's the energy in the air. I mean, we're talking about this today because a it's something that's recently happened, and b something that I have personally uh, experienced. And our guest here, Vanessa, has experience. I don't know. Have you ever? I've, I've uh, not physical, um, but yes, I'll touch on that. Verbally? Yeah. So I have verbally and physically. But like me personally, I, I remember as a kid before I even had like, like I can remember my childhood or whatever. Before, I, before my childhood, I can remember like my mom and my dad fighting. And at, like, at that age, I still remember that I didn't know what they were doing. Like, I didn't understand. Like, I didn't know it, it was violence. I was just like, well, why is my mom defending herself with a broom? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. So I'm like, what? like I'd sit there and watch them. Mind you, these are thoughts that I had as, like, a child. So, like, I didn't, like, I don't know how I even still, my memory's trash. So I don't even know how I can even still remember it. But to this day, I can still have, I have visuals of it. And then, like, my dad, like, sleeping on the couch. I wake up, and I'm like, why is he sleeping on the couch? 
and like all these questions I would ask myself, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand it, but whatever, what the fuck do I know? Yeah. That's stuff that you carry with you for forever, regardless of age. Yeah. Uh, for me, like, like you, I, it wasn't physical, but it was definitely verbal and emotional and relationship wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Relationship wise. And sometimes you don't realize how bad it is because it becomes the norm. Routine yeah. It becomes and it's a norm. all you know. So I put up with it for almost four years. Wow. And it took me a solid two years to kind of break out of it because coming out of it, I didn't know what good was. So I isolated myself and it kind of kept me in that same cycle, mentally like reliving everything for those two years until I finally was like, this is enough. I need to get out of this like mental cycle because even after it just keeps messing with your head. And even as a child, I'm sure like you still mm-hmm. kind of like run through it in your mind. Yeah. Even if though you didn't know what it was, it still sticks. Yeah, like, I mean, I still kind of have like a little bit of resentment, like subconsciously. Like I, I don't look at my dad and be like, I fucking hate you. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's a weird feeling. Like, I just know, like, I, I knew what you were, I knew what you did. You know what I mean? I knew what you were doing back in the day. I didn't understand it at the time, but I knew, I know now what you were doing and it's not right, but he, you know, it's old school, Hispanic, macho type shit. And does it still bother me subconsciously? Like that I can pinpoint? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm sure it does, but I don't know. You know what right. I mean? But in a relationship, I've never, I mean, obviously it's rare for like a, as a man to a woman, you know what I mean? You really don't see as much as the opposite sex, but do you think that that's the, like, that's not the only time you've ever experienced that, like in a relationship? That definitely was the first time and the only time so far. I, I don't, no one ever wants to fall into that. Yeah scenario but when you fall for someone it's really easy to overlook it and not take it as just like oh this is how they are yeah was it if you don't mind me asking was it um would you say it was like your first love or was it like the love for the first time because a lot of times when things like this happen people become vulnerable because they're just like oh this is my person right like mm-hmm. i love this person so much and i know they won't hurt me they're just and then yeah. the excuses start, right? And that's how you kind of fall into the trap. Mm-hmm. So I asked that because, you know, looking at this video, you know, you can kind of tell that this happened before. Mm-hmm. But if that's happened before, why yeah. are you still on the ground yeah. saying, wait, no, like, what are you trying to explain? Yeah. Why aren't you running for you? So, like, yeah. my question, you know, one of my questions to you would be, like, when you're actually there, what do you think kind of, like, snaps you out of it? Because, you know, a lot of people on the outside usually see this before mm-hmm. and they'll start talking to your friends, family, you know, like, but it takes a lot to walk away from it. So what do you think is like a first step to like kind of just be like, okay, this is not good for me? Right. Well, to answer kind of the first part of your question, this wasn't necessarily my first love, but it was the first time I felt that it was a complete relationship in the sense that there was financial independence. There was a life together. We moved in together within two weeks of starting to date. 
So it was the first time that I felt that, you know, maybe I could get married to this person. Yeah. So when you start thinking about that, because I started living with him so early on, it was really easy for me to overlook it because I was like, you know, this is who I'm going to marry. This is who I'm going to spend my life with. So I just have to learn. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a subconscious, it wasn't a conscious thing, I'm sorry, where I was like, well, I need to accept it. It just kind of, it just happened, right? So what snapped me out of it was, and this is, this is going to get like really into my story. Mm. So background story is we ran a business together and he ran a sales office and I was his recruiter. And I brought in like people who look good sell better than people who don't, you know, attractive people sell things, right? Sex sells. Exactly. To better put it. So... (laughs) There was a lot of attractive people that came in yeah. to our business. And of course, 50-50 guys and girls. So part of his thing is he would flirt with them during the interview. And of course, since it's his business, he has to kind of schmooze and like take them out, show them a good time, show them what this business and what the sales can provide for them and what they can do with their future. Mm -hmm. And of course I wasn't supposed to be involved in this because I'm on the back end and you have to keep personal and professional separate, which we did for a while, but ended up proving to not be the best move. Right. So I, my instincts, my like natural, how do I put it? Like I always had a gut feeling that something was up and I always knew. And so I'd call him out like, yo, did you do something with this person? No, 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 it's all in your head. Denial, denial, denial. Exactly. I mean, guys, you know, it's happened to all of us, I'm sure. Yeah. It's happened to, I, I'm not going to act like I'm a saint. Not, yeah, I've I'm been in a position either, where bro, I've denied my ass off. So I get it, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it, again, people, human, completely understood. Um, I don't think anyone is, is a saint, to, to be honest. But there's always like something in me that was like, something's up, right? And he would always spin it around and make me feel like I was crazy and coming up with things that weren't true. Mm-hmm. Manipulation. hundred percent. At his finest. And so it took us losing our business mm. for me to snap out of it and realize how bad it was. Yeah. How long, how long did you think that took? It, so six months in was the first time I saw like a red flag and it was a text message that came through on his watch, on his Apple watch, you know, and I wasn't even going through it. No, no, I wasn't wasn't even going through it. It just, um, it was, there's like a glitch in the watch where I picked it up off the charger to go give it to him and the text message came through. Which is not supposed to because it's, it's, yeah, it's censored to your wrist and like it's locked unless it's on your wrist. And so I saw some girl ask, when am I going to see you again? Oh, man. And so I was like, what is this about? And he's like, no, you know, I just updated softwares, which made sense in the moment because he did update his software. He's like, you know, when my iCloud is just pulling in <laughs> all these like old messages. And I was like, okay. So six months in, I saw like the first like sign mm. that I should have gotten out. But it took until three and a half years into the relationship where we lost the business because of his actions. Mm-hmm. He essentially used his position to 
put moves on this girl who was dating his assistant manager. And so we took a vacation to Orlando. We were living in, in Nevada. We took a vacation back home. We visited our families. And while we were here, his assistant manager went to the vice president and said, hey, he's done this, this, and this with X amount of girls in his own business. And I wasn't fully aware of the amount of people that were involved. But they're like, you can't go back. No. You're banned. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's my home. My car is there. My dogs are there. All of my personal belongings are in that house. How am I not allowed to go back? Yeah. They're like, no, 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 Vanessa, you can go. But he's not allowed in. And when I realized the repercussions of his actions and his manipulation and his emotional manipulation like on me that's when I was like I need to get out that's when it hit me and I was like this is a lot worse than you thought than I thought yeah Yeah. do do you think that the business was a big part of like you guys staying together like maybe subconsciously it's like you knew that you had to maybe subconsciously you knew that you had to get out but like the business and all this other shit so it's like if I leave now all this hard work and all this other shit's gonna fall to shit yeah, like if you're building something and you're like, wait, like how am I going to eat, yeah. you know? Like I want to abort mission. Yeah. Low key, maybe you're getting like certain feelings, but then like fight or flight or whatever, like survival mode's like, okay, if you end this shit, then what the fuck? Yeah. That's exactly what it was. You think so? Uh, many times I, I knew I needed to get out, but the idea of losing the business that I had built up from the ground, we were $30,000 in debt and we got ourselves out of that because we built it together. Yeah. And we got a, in a short amount of time, you know? Mm. And so the fear of losing that income, like you said, was kind of like keeping me in at the same time. But as soon as I showed any sign of wanting to get out, he would jump right in and manipulate me and just use his sales tactics to turn it around and keep me involved. Yeah. Because and paint the future and exactly. you know oh but if we just do this and we do that the next you know and that you start kind of putting yourself in the back burner because you know what you're going through but you're not allowing your feelings to get involved because you're so focused on what the outcome could be mm-hmm. so that's where you become blinded exactly. is that is that right exactly. to assume absolutely yeah it just there was so much like painting a brighter picture that it made it easy to put myself on the back burner and focus in on what could be or what I wish would be but from month six you know like yeah yeah but like because being that I mean obviously I went through it via my mother you know I mean not really me personally and I was a kid and granted maybe I haven't dealt with it yet you know what I mean like personally but as you doing it through, as an adult or going through that as an adult, like what did you do or what do you think you need to do like to further like get over it, not get over it, just heal from that? The trauma, like how do you feel you move forward from the trauma? And is that what you're asking? Because, yeah, because I mean like maybe you meet someone tomorrow and they say like a word that triggers you that brings you back to that, you know what I mean? If you're not healed or whatever, if you haven't done the work to kind of just like, you know, free yourself of that, maybe you bring that into another relationship and another relationship and another relationship, you know, going down, going, going down the road. Like, do you have you, or do you think that you need to do 
any work or anything like that, like internal work? So I have found for myself what has worked is just telling my story over and over again. Helps with the, that that makes a lot of sense. I'm not over it yet because like you said, there are certain things that trigger it. Especially on Instagram, you know, everyone's posting different things and like different scenarios and there are certain things where I've sent to him. I was like, this is what you did to me. And I've done a lot of talking and healing, but there are certain things that I see that still trigger me and it gives me these flashbacks Mm -hmm. where I have to let him know that I'm still not okay and that it's been almost three years and I'm still recovering. Now, do you, has he apologized? He has apologized. And I am someone who's very forgiving and understanding. But when it gets to the point where I was manipulated for three years and it messed with my head so much that I, I've, I've got an okay relationship with him. We've got open communication but the history in the past is still there. And so he has changed. He saw and he sees how it affects me on the day to day. So he has personally made changes so that he doesn't do that to anyone moving forward. And I, I see that, like, I know he's made those changes. But do you you, you think that you're like you sending him stuff that you see on Instagram and stuff like that? Like, are you looking for, are you like, trying to help him become better? I, I don't know if you're... No, I, like, that is... I mean, that could be yeah. it as well, but, like, you're you're looking for his validation, again, that, like, his validation that he was wrong all along, that maybe you don't feel like... And I'm not saying that you're not confident whatsoever. I'm just saying, like, when you're going through stuff like that, I would assume, I'm not going to, you know, generalize or anything like that, but that it makes you feel like you're not worthy or you're not pretty enough or you're not this, you're not that that you sending him this kind of stuff is like, I need to send it to him to get that validation that he knows that he was wrong and that I was this, this, and that, and I wasn't, you know, what he said I was or whatever the fuck he was saying to you. There isn't a whole lot of thought that goes into me sending that stuff to him. It's more so of a reaction. But as I think about it, I think it is more so of like letting him know, hey, this is what you did to me. This person posted this and that's exactly how I felt Mm. and this triggers me because it takes me back to that time you lived it exactly and so since I can't get over it as quickly or as thoroughly I guess you could say I'm subconsciously not letting him get over it either because he Mm. he's he suffered too Mm. because he saw me go through it Mm. so if I'm not over it subconsciously he's not allowed to get over it either now, let me ask you a question. I don't know if I'm digging too deep. You let me know. Um, but I okay, do have, uh-huh. <laughs> I do have, uh, you know, other friends that, that have gone through other, other types of, you know, physical or verbal abuse. Um, but their first initial reaction is to try to, in order to try to forgive and forget, you know, and trying to go through the, the healing process, they'll have the conversation with the person, let them know how they feel, and they'll, they'll completely remove them. You mentioned that you guys are, you understand him, so you're in communication. Like now, would you think that's helping or hindering the healing process for you? Yeah. That's a really good question. I, at this point, I think it is helping the process for me. But the reason that the communication stayed is because this happened at the very beginning of the pandemic. 
this is where it all it's happened to a lot of people split, you know? <laughs> so it was a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of shit <laughs> yeah so <laughs> it, it had all started unfolding before the pandemic hit but then we moved back because that's when we lost the business mm. right so i moved back to miami and i was ready to start my life over you know and then pandemic hit yeah and so we went to two months lockdown and i had lost all of my friends here so through the entire first like eight months of the pandemic i was by myself with my dogs and the only person who I knew in Miami that I could communicate with was him. was him and his family. Yeah. So his family gave me a job while many people lost their jobs yeah. because of the mm-hmm. pandemic. So I was, I don't want to say I was forced into keeping that communication with him. But in the but, moment, it was what you knew yeah, and what, what the comforting that yourself. you kind of needed. Yeah. Even exactly. if, maybe if you guys didn't even speak about it, but at least it was a person to reach out to to just yeah. be like, Hey, I'm having Bro, a that like, fucking being alone like during the pandemic type depressing. shit. Like, I mean, I can only obviously you had two dogs, but who, they're not talking to you. Right. Yeah, hey, dogs I mean? might be the best thing created on earth when it comes to anything emotional. They can't talk yeah, back. Yeah, but at the same time, bro, like I dealt with being alone in Dominican Republic for a while. That shit, you know, like it takes a toll on you. And that was before when pandemic. you're by your <laughs> that's that's before before pandemic. pandemic. <laughs> I went through a pandemic by myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was in DR third world country pandemic. <laughs> but I know that that being by yourself and like during a pandemic so like you can't go out you can't do shit by yourself like that no one can blame you you know what i mean because at that point his family him like you just needed like something you needed something you needed something yeah yeah. something so even though it was you know i'm not gonna say it was a shitty situation whatever because i don't know what it was but from what you're saying you're just gonna say fuck it i'm just might as well that's better than nothing at this point you know what i mean you know like it's so hard to build a relationship or rebuild a relationship when everyone is locked yeah. down you know mm. so like you said it's comfort it i knew exactly what to expect and we were in a new environment essentially a new environment so i knew that he wasn't going to be messing around with other girls mm-hmm. you know it's a pandemic everyone's yeah. locked down everybody's like uh i don't know where she's been she, yeah. might have, she might have the vid i don't know i'm not trying to i'm not trying to eat the box tonight i don't yeah. know <laughs> i'll stay home i'll stay no. home mask on <laughs> no, i mean i think that's that's good to touch on because you know uh, you know, one of the questions that I always, one of the things that I've always think about is like when you're in something like that, right? Whether it's again verbal, physical. I've personally I haven't been in a physical, but I almost did, you know, because somebody that I was with before, you know, she knew that I would never, mm-hmm. you know, I have two daughters. You, you guys know that, you know. So like my thing is like I'm very big on like respect and treating women, you know, as they should be with respect. Um, but then you also have women that like testing the waters, yeah. knowing that you're not going to react. Yeah. So that's the position that I was in, where it could have gotten physical yeah. on my end. It did on her end, yeah. but it was one of those that is like, yo, yeah. like you have to chill, yeah. you know. Like, but it took me five years, you know, to be like, you're not good for me. Yeah. Like, and it, it took me like being on a vacation and just being like, I got to get out. You know, this is not healthy. This is not what I need. It's not what I've been working for. Um, and I kind of disconnected myself for that for obviously the, the future right so now question for you like what is like your next step? what do you think you need to do to fully break that like break yourself away from that like I know like shit takes time you know time heals all and everything like that but do you think that there's anything in particular like that 
would help you maybe like counseling or coaching or I don't know like plant medicine stuff like that like do you think that any of those or you think just time so I personally strongly believe in therapy I never did I <laughs> my, <until recently. laughs> my family although we were all very healthy and we have a good relationship my family has always done therapy just as like a like really? a little bow on top just to make sure everything's I've heard good. that a lot. Like since you were like young? Yeah. Whether they're whether they're good or bad, I've heard a lot of people just go to therapy just because it's my just family is like if you go to therapy, you're fucking either super depressed and you need to be watched or you're a bitch. kill yourself you're or a bitch. you're a pussy. Yeah. Especially for a man. Yeah, especially a Dominican. Jesus Must be serious. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to you and your family yeah. because Yeah no. Not many are like that. There there are some people in my family who definitely needed it. Um, but we did it as a family just to ensure that everyone was good, you know, like one person's struggles could affect everyone else. So it was just kind of just like to keep it nice and neat. And so I do strongly believe in therapy and I do think that that's kind of like the missing piece for me to complete the healing process, but it has been... That's our thing. She said it earlier though. I don't know if you caught it. She said it earlier. No, and I, I was like, and I was going to stop her, but it was like going into a serious... So I was like, when you know when you say for me here, you gotta say for, for me. me. <laughs> so I guess, for me, yeah. for you. Okay, so for you. I'm sorry. Continue. It's all good. Um, no, I, that's that's the missing piece. But I think that people gain happiness from different things. Mm-hmm. So what has helped me so far break myself out of that is success in different areas. So I threw myself into work. But it's not just any work. It's work that actually makes me happy. Things that I've always wanted to do or found that I enjoyed being a part of as just like my day-to-day, you know? And now I found a way to make that work. So that continued success within those industries and worlds, you know, is kind of what's helped me kind of put everything behind me and move forward. Now, coming off of a pandemic, coming off of what you were dealing with, how did you decide to pursue what you just said you like, you enjoyed, you wanted to do, you, you put yourself into work, which is very difficult in general, right? After the ass whooping that we all took. Yeah, right? So like, how did, how did that, how did you get to that coming off of a pandemic and coming off of that breakup, you know, coming off of that verbal, you know, kind of like abuse? How did you get into that mindset of like, let me just work? Was it more of like a, I need to distract my mind? Or did you take advantage like some people did in the pandemic and said, let me just do this because I really enjoy this and let me see where it goes because now I have the time. So I, I fall somewhere in the middle. I, during those two months of lockdown, I was sitting on my couch. I did a little bit of social media work for my ex- Sorry to interrupt. Two months because we're in Miami. And, you know, my, <laughs> Miami stopped listening to uh, COVID rules from Everyone's the minute it stopped. Everyone in New York's like, New York just oh. got off. Miami, we still. we were no, no, they're 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 good. Yeah, but they're like, but now they got the vaccine cards. Yeah. Like, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to say, it. I'm like Miami. We were on lockdown for like 36 hours. Yeah. But continue. So, no. So <laughs> those two months, I was on my couch watching everything on Netflix, and I looked up. I like looked into joining these. Essentially, they were like pyramid schemes. MLMs. Yeah. Multiple marketing. MLMs and Yikes. all that. 
I did a few of those, and now all pyramids. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. You should be here. I did that. I know you did. I made money, though. I bet. My bad. No, that's that's the thing. Like, there is money in that. No, if you're like the one of the first ones to kind of get in there, you're golden. But if you're the one on the bottom of the, you're gonna have to hustle. But you gotta hustle on everything. All right, that's another. Because you know we go back and forth. We keep going with this. I'm very passionate about this shit. We'll, we'll talk about this. Yeah. Later. Yes. Um, but no, so I did the two months of that, and my my dad is a huge, since he was seven years old, he has been working. You know, he, he's committed his life to his craft, I guess you could say. Um, and so I, from a very young age, I knew what hard work was and commitment to that. So I took those two months, and... I did nothing. I like looked up some of these MLMs and We all whatever. did. We all did. But coming out of it, I went back to working for my ex's family and they own a salon and the dream was painted to me again, right? You know, if this one does well, we'll open a second one and you get to run that and that's yours and like you get all the profit, we get like 10% or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds amazing. But coming out of the pandemic, you know, it's really hard to yeah. do that. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. So I, I left them because I was making pennies. So not enough to support myself living alone in Miami. Um, and I got a, a better job, better paying job, which ended up to be a very toxic environment as well. And so after six or seven months, I left them and found the job that I'm at right now. But having a the schedule that I do with this job allowed me to go out and be around people. I had one friend um, who hit me up and was like, hey, meet me in Wynwood. And I hadn't been out to Wynwood since... Before, before. COVID. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, bet, I'll be there. So I went out and I was like, oh my God, this is what I enjoy. Like, I love being around people and I love music and just the, the vibes. And so that slowly kind of pushed me back into going out and being social. And so I was out in Wynwood a lot and a little bit on South Beach. And because I went from one extreme to now being out four or five nights a week, I got in contact, I guess, or I built relationships with promoters, which consequently leads me to where I am now. Because they saw me out so often, they're like, you're already out. Why don't you make money while you're doing it? That's a, that's the smoothest pitch ever to anybody. Like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah. With it. <laughs> With it. Yes. Are you here? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's crazy. <laughs> I haven't said that in so I know, long. I know, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> I am. There's, uh, there's this, this guy actually, who actually does um, personal security, and he told me, he's like, listen, I don't go out unless I'm making money. And that got in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like I'm already out four or five nights a week. And I could be making money. So as soon as the first person approached me about that, I was like, yes, I want to do that. Nice. And then that opened the door for one thing after the other, after the other. And so now when people ask me, like, what do you do? I've got four or five different jobs, you know? And I enjoy every single one of them, even my nine to five. Yeah. I have so much fun with it that 
I was telling him earlier, like, I, or I was telling you earlier, like, I just don't have time for anything else. Like, I can't even keep up with, like, pop culture and social media because I have so many things going on. Going on. And you're enjoying it. So, like, anything else is irrelevant. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. So, like, my 9 to 5, I'm planning events for Contractors Association. Do I care about construction? No. But they love to party, <laughs> yeah. so I will plan their parties. And you'll be part of the party. And you know about parties. <laughs> <laughs> and you know about parties. Just like yeah. stands. That makes sense. <laughs> right? Right? And so, I, I'm a producer for an, a podcast. Um, I, I work with a promoter, so I'm a sub-promoter. I also work for a concierge service, so luxury rentals. Um, and then recently, I, I've been approached about managing social media accounts and um, sales for restaurants. You know, so all of this kind of comes together, and I love it all so much that it has completely distracted me, but also helped me grow and develop as a person, where I've been able to suck. I want to say like 75% heal from my past because I do see a much brighter future for myself independent from any relationship. Mm -hmm. It'll give you like the confidence to know that you Exactly. Got, you know. And that's what I was saying earlier. The healing for me comes from continued success mm. in my personal development and independence, I guess you want to say. Mm -hmm. I don't need no man. Right. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. My dad, to put it out there, he played professional ball, baseball. And he had three girls, no boys. So he's like, I want you all to have your own careers and your own success before you marry someone because you never know. Yeah. This guy might be a bum and yeah. you're going to need to be the one to support your family. And you're going to fall stuck into that and everything you work for. Exactly. Yep. And so that always, it's not something that was like always in my mind, but I guess it was like in the back of my head. So now that I have this, I'm like, oh, I understand. Yeah. Because now whoever I end up with, they can do whatever they want, but I know I at least have my future secured. Yeah. And you're gonna so you're gonna attract somebody being who you, you are. Who like you your, are and what you're doing. You project. You're not like obviously there's gonna be bum ass people every, everywhere. You know what I mean? I can go on. He's been dying to say that word. He's been dying to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like there's gonna be bum people everywhere. But like when you have the energy that you do, like people know that they can't come with like just mediocre shit. Yeah. So it's like, and you'll know, like, bro, you're gonna, like, you have to be on my level, whether, you know, I don't know what, what, what the fuck you're into, but you just, you have the energy of, listen, I'm at this level, this is where I'm at. And you know what I mean? I'm not saying you have to be a millionaire or whatever, but you gotta be on some, on some grinding shit because you are a hustler. Like you're doing, I, I don't know how the fuck you do it, but like, Kudos to you, you know what I mean? And I'm sure you look, she looks familiar. If you go out in Miami, you're gonna fucking see her. Um, but uh, I have one more one more thing. Can I, can I do this? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, can I do this? All right, so I'm gonna play a little game with you guys real quick. Ooh, not it. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Dangerous. Why, why, why you gotta take it there? All right, so I have, I'm gonna ask you guys, um, I'm gonna tell, say a few words to you guys and you guys tell me what's the first thing that comes to your head, okay? <laughs> Are we acting with words or like? I know, thoughts? are we like charades? Like, what are we doing? Acting that, it out? The first word that pop blocking. The first word that pops into your head, okay? okay? So I'm gonna say the word, and whatever comes to your head when I say this word, just say it. Who wants to go first? She go first. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest. Like, I'm like, <laughs> don't even turn around me. <laughs> All right. Success. Money. Non negotiable. Oh, that's a good one. That's the first thing. 
It could be anything. Relationship, life. I, my my first reaction was relationships. Okay. Miami. Party. Turn off. Lying. Journey. Don't stop believing. Mm, that was a good one. Throw it off. Priority. Family. Sad. Failure. Rules. Don't go by them. Brotherhood. That's everything. Annoying. William. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to put it and I just want to see how well I know you. <laughs> I hate on the head. <laughs> I, as soon as I was like, I was like, what's the last word I asked him? And I was like, I'm going to say annoying. And I was like, he's... There's like a 90% chance. And I said your full legal name, your government name. <laughs> William. <laughs> William Manzano, to be exact. Damn, bro. Chill. Uh, my fault, my fault. We'll, we'll edit that out. We'll edit. Uh, just so we can also end it on a positive note, but also some type of message. Um, going, back to the, going back to what we were discussing, is there anything that you would say to anybody out there that's listening? Uh, that Females, guys. Guys, kids. girls, grandmothers, grand, whoever, you know, like being that you experience a certain level of that. Just anything, any two cents that you would say or you would give off to anybody any any type of feedback or anything of maybe they're going through it or just any any comment that you would like to say to yeah so the biggest thing that i would say once you are able to identify that you are in that situation you're and you try to break out the first thing is find your support system it's not always your current best friend or your yeah. immediate family but there is someone out there who is willing and wanting to support you and willing to hear you out for the right reasons yeah without judgment so find who that is and stick to that because i thought i'll never make because they thought i'll never make it see me fall down and they celebrate it learn how to win with no demonstration how about the cool gotta ventilate it because i can't see shit out on 95 prolific little bitch i see dollar signs